Welcome to season two of the Coach Pony podcast, where our goal is to help you learn the critical business skills that you need to succeed as a coach. In this season, we'll explore many of the different ways coaches can make money and take an honest look at the money math so you know how much you might be able to earn. So if you're debating between group coaching and private coaching, or can't decide if you should write a book or host a retreat, this is the season for you. In the last episode, we talked about the gritty details behind the private coaching business model. And in this episode, I'll share the inside story of how I grew to six figures from just private coaching all those years ago. And this particular private coaching journey involves a private suite and a $5,000 coaching client, which definitely sounds way dirtier than I thought it would. So with that, let's get down to business. I picked up the phone and called room service for snacks. I poured water, nervously rearranged the bathroom soaps, and then set up my post-its, pens, and paper. I had rented out a hotel suite in Washington, DC, and my very first VIP coaching client was about to arrive for a three-hour coaching intensive to kickstart her 10-session package. She had paid me literally thousands of dollars, and I was both excited and terrified. With her arrival, my business had reached a new level. I want to tell you the story of how I got to my very first six figures using only private coaching. Honestly, it all comes back to my first $5,000 client. Now, to be clear, I definitely did not start out charging $5,000 per client for career coaching. But I, like most coaches, as you know from the last episode, started with private coaching as my very first money path. And I charged my very first client a couple thousand dollars for a 10 session package to help her find her career passion. And when she said yes, even though I celebrated, I also instantly panicked. And if you want to hear that story of how I found my first paying client and got her to say yes, then listen to season one, episode one of this podcast. Anyway, my very first thought after celebrating her as a client was, what if I can't get her to where she wants to be? What if I fail as her coach? And then I had to lay down. And if we're being brutally honest, I spent a lot of time in the fetal position in my first months as a new coach. I also stress ate enormous platefuls of nachos and chocolate because I was just so anxious. But once I got the courage to get off my couch and actually get to work, I decided to conquer my fear and doubts about my coaching with planning. I grabbed all of my coaching training, every book on passion I could find, and I reflected back on my own journey to find my passion. At this point, I of course was a CPC. I had gotten my certification from IPEC, I put in my coaching hours, and I had a lot of coaching tools on my tool belt. I'd also already created a coaching system to help smart women find work they love. I'd sort of thought about the big steps that they needed to take and outline them. And in addition to that, I added a bunch of alternative exercises, questions, I read more books, and I made notes to myself so I'd be prepared for anything and everything. In retrospect, I had done something that turned out to be really smart. I had thought my client would be able to finish my coaching program in about nine sessions based on sort of the high level framework I had put in place, but I had actually sold her a 10 session package. I did this because I wanted an extra session in case I was wrong or we needed to get off on a tangent or something fell apart or something didn't work. I'd have that extra session as a cushion to help really get her to the results that she wanted. And of course, I spent a lot of time just giving myself a pep talk. 
saying that I was only there to hold the space. I was the coach. I wasn't there to provide the answers. I was there to provide the framework. And as long as I was present and really listening, I'd be okay. And if I'm being honest again, this only made me feel better some of the time, but it did help some of the time. And I share this because if you are panicky about your first coaching client or even your second or third, you are not alone. I was also super panicky and it took a long time for me to feel truly confident and comfortable with every single private client. Now, back to my story. Because I was so focused on over-delivering and I'd spent so much time planning and thinking through different scenarios and really boning up on not only coaching but careers, my package worked. I was able to get my client to an outcome she was really happy with, and so she left the coaching feeling really good about her progress. And the lesson I learned is that I find it's hard to do a bad job as a coach when you desperately care about doing a good one. So if this is you, if you are so worried about delivering for your clients, I want you to know that you're going to be okay because you care enough. You will do a good job. Now, as I started to get clients, I realized something, which is sort of the flip side of what I just shared. I quickly realized that the level of effort and access I was offering to my new clients meant that I needed to up my rates. A couple thousand dollars wasn't enough because I was doing a lot for each client and each coaching client was taking a tremendous amount of my time. I should also interject and mention that I am absolutely terrible at the skill of coaching detachment, which meant that I thought about my clients and how I could help them all of the time, as well as reaching out to them and trying to do additional work and just over-deliver. So with that knowledge, as I started to get more clients, I upped my rates to $2,800, $3,000, and then eventually $3,500 for a 10-session coaching package. I didn't feel like I could charge any more than that, though, after I hit that $3,500 ceiling, without adding something more to what I was doing, without creating more value or something a little bit different. It just didn't sit with me. My goal was to make six figures as a coach. That was it. That was what I'd sort of set out for myself when I first started out, because that meant I would have made almost as much as I made as a consultant, and I'd be living a fairly reasonable lifestyle. And while I was technically on that path, if I signed about three clients a month at $3,500 each, I would make over six figures every year. I realized at this moment that I wanted to work with fewer clients so I could focus more on each one. And I also wanted to create as much space on my calendar for group coaching as I could, because as I started to do a little bit of it and then a little bit more, I realized it was my favorite thing in the world, and I just wanted to do more and more and more. So these things together meant that I needed another offer, but one that felt valuable and ethical. So at this point, after much thought and a lot of overthinking and anxiety, I decided to create a special VIP package, and I decided to charge $5,000 for it, which at the time felt almost impossible. But let me tell you what this package was. This particular package was my 10 session package, same thing. But in addition to that, I started off with a three hour in-person intensive at the beginning of the coaching program. I gave these VIP clients more and better access to me in my calendar. I gave them special booking slots so they could get in more quickly, especially in an emergency. And I also added some additional tools, some fancy outside assessments that cost me a little bit of money to purchase for them and to run through with them to help fast track their career progress even more. It felt a little scary, but I did feel good about what I was offering. I thought this intensive time with me, this additional access to me, the additional tools, 
these things would help fast track my client's progress. So once I had this package defined and the price set, it was time, first of all, to practice saying it out loud in front of my mirror a bunch of times, which I did. And then it was time to actually make the offer. Even though my coaching was already priced in the thousands, which may seem high to you or it may seem low, this new level of $5,000 for one coaching client felt very, very, very high to me. It was nerve wracking, but it was also time. So on my next scheduled consult with a prospective client, I offered her a choice between my regular coaching package and my VIP offer. So what I did is I hopped on the call with her and talked her through my passion system, that 10 session package, and her goals for her career. And as a reminder, my niche was helping smart professional women find work that they loved. Now, these particular women could definitely afford my coaching rate, so price wasn't an issue. And once we talked through my coaching system, I introduced both options, the 10 session package and the VIP package. I stressed that the packages were exactly the same in terms of the goal, but the VIP version had more bells and whistles and more access to me with a bigger goal of helping her progress more quickly to reach her dreams and her goals. The three-hour intensive allowed us to go really deep on some of her limiting beliefs, gremlins, doubts, and fears. It allowed us to do an additional assessment or two to better understand who she was and what she wanted, and it allowed us to jumpstart the process more quickly so we could get straight into some of the deeper coaching without having to do as much onboarding. The extra assessments that I did both at the beginning and the end and in the middle added access to the material a little bit better for her and sped her progress. And finally, the access to me also made it easier for her to move more quickly. So once I said you can take the VIP program or the regular program here, here's how they're different, I paused. And I admit, this was really hard. I felt really awkward. It was really scary. But she said yes. What I had suspected and what she confirmed with that yes and later on just in conversation was that a lot of people prefer to pay more for more access. They value time, and so they're willing to pay for it. And it felt both amazing and terrifying when she said yes. And I couldn't believe I was there again. It was like getting my first client all over again. And it was terrifying to me because I was now offering something completely new and different. And so all of those fears came back again. Would I fail her as a coach? Would my three-hour intensive really work? You know, would she achieve the progress I thought she would at a faster rate? Would she get there more deeply, more quickly? Would this be better for her? And of course, this is in some ways expected, but in some ways annoying. She wasn't my first client. I was very versed in what I was doing, and yet I was still anxious. But on the flip side, it was also awesome. It was awesome because I had realized that I had started to figure it out and my business had just gotten so much more profitable. I realized in this moment, all I needed to do was close two VIP clients a month, not even every month, or one regular client and one VIP client every month. And I had instantly created a six-figure business and I'd done two awesome things. I'd freed up some of my time to focus on group coaching And I'd also freed up my time to focus on those private clients even more. So ideally, they'd get even better results. But you see the problem. How was I to get these magical VIP clients every single month? I needed two of them every month almost. Where are they going to come from? So 
It was back to the fetal position for me on my couch. And I sat there and curled up and thought about my clients. And I'll be honest, again, it wasn't a proud moment for me to be back in the fetal position, but it did work because I finally had a eureka moment. I thought about how clients were finding me and what they were doing before they said yes to the coaching. And I realized they were finding me through my public speaking engagements and my small sales funnel to warm them up and get them comfortable with coaching was working. All I needed to do to get these VIP clients was just do more of it. So let me back up and talk about marketing first and give you some additional context for what I was doing. I had, of course, listened to everyone around me and taken all of the advice, even though much of it was bad, without really thinking about it first, and set up all of the social media that was available for me at the time. Everyone told me I needed to be on all the social media. And so I had access to Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. This was before the days of Instagram. It was a world before Instagram, which is crazy. (laughs) But what I realized when I was on the couch in that fetal position was that my clients weren't finding me that way. They probably weren't finding me that way because I didn't like any of these platforms. I wasn't a social media person at the time, and I wasn't really present on any of them or engaged in them very much. So no wonder people didn't want to connect with me there. I mean, I was honestly like Facebook, question mark, I don't get it. I had 64 connections only on LinkedIn at the time, which as a career coach isn't great. And this, I just should remind you, this was when LinkedIn was still a place where you actually knew everyone you were connected with back when it really functioned as it was meant to before it became a place where you advertised and trolled for business with strangers. But still, 64 people, not that many. So I wiped the nacho cheese dust off my pants and I decided to double down on speaking because that was what was working for me. So I spoke often. I sought out places that catered to professional women as their audience and offered to give a talk on careers if I felt like that would be of interest to the organization. And I always offered to speak for free because I recognized that this was marketing. And if I did it right, I would make back the money for the talk and so much more. Each time I gave a speech, I offered everyone in the room a chance to sign up for my introductory coaching package at a discount. This was my tiny small sales funnel. And I did it this way because most people aren't ready to say yes to a $5,000 VIP package after one 45-minute speech. But they are willing to pay something for some help. And in this case, I was asking them to pay $97. A percentage of people in the room would raise their hands and say yes, they liked what I had to say, and they're willing to take the next step with me. They saw that I was offering them an opportunity to learn more about why they felt stuck in their careers. So we'd get on the phone, we'd do that very specific introductory coaching session, and would open the door to the idea that they needed more help. They saw from talking with me that I was able to help them a little bit, but they realized with only one session, there was only so much I could do. And so they learned about coaching and got more interested in working with me. And of course, this is the time I would make them aware of my offers. I'd say, hey, I think I can help you more. I think you have a bigger problem than can be solved with one coaching session. So let me talk you through a couple of resources that I think might really help you. Does that interest you? And they'd either say yes or no. Basically, by the way, every single one of them said yes. I'd talk them through my coaching package and give them the choice of the VIP or the regular package. And using that approach, I got these folks to agree to work with me more closely. And of course, many of them chose to sign up for the VIP offer because people valued more access and more time. And what I learned fairly quickly was that as long as I spoke once a month to a group of at least 30 women, 
And it didn't have to be in person. It could be a webinar or an in-person talk. I could keep my coaching pipeline fairly full of clients and most excitingly for me, feel like I was finally able to have a real life again because I knew I would be making money. My income started to be very predictable and that was life-changing for my business. When you can develop predictable income, that's when you know you can always pay the rent, the mortgage, and pay for the chocolate. And that is game-changing. And so by doing that, as I said, I kept my pipeline full. I started to book those two VIP clients every month. And that's how I made my first six figures in private coaching. Now, I want to close out this episode with some quick takeaways to help you in your business if you choose to go down the path of private coaching. As always, I love to have things sponsored. First off, our quick takeaways are going to be sponsored by the Coach Pony Marketing Masterclass. So if you need help finding clients, come to coachpony.com forward slash marketing and sign up for a free on-demand masterclass to help you out. And we're also going to be sponsored by Newhouse Belgian Chocolate today. It is my absolute favorite chocolate in the world. Fun fact, I did my master's degree in Belgium. And if you've never gone Belgian, you won't go back. <laughs> so help yourself to some Belgian chocolate. And with that, here are the episode's quick lessons on private coaching. Lesson one. Add a few extra sessions to your private coaching packages for safety as you figure out your coaching system and get more confident. It'll save you stress and anxiety and also provide additional help for your clients so everyone wins. Lesson two, if you are terribly worried you won't do a good job, honestly, you probably will. That level of care will show up in your coaching and you will be okay. Lesson three, it's okay to raise your rates as you get more experienced. It may feel uncomfortable to you when you do it, but that's also normal because you're stretching into a new level. Embrace the discomfort and keep moving forwards. Lesson four, you don't need tons of clients to support yourself as a private coach. Depending on your rates, you might only need a couple per month. Focus on your marketing and on what you most enjoy in terms of communication. You don't have to do everything and be on every social media channel to succeed. In fact, nor should you. And fun fact about me, I only did public speaking for the first year and a half, and then I left it entirely and stopped doing it, and I still made even more money in my business. But more on that another day. Lesson five, sales funnels are amazing because that's how you create predictable income in your business. Knowing your numbers is important. And if you need help with that, come to Coach Pony and search our blog on sales funnels. Okay, I want to circle back to where we began. Remember that very first VIP client who was knocking on my door? The one that I was really worried about? Well, that three-hour intensive went really well, despite my anxiety. And ordering room service was definitely the right call. Though, we also hit the minibar. That client made amazing progress, and I never looked back. And that's it. That's one of my big stories around private coaching. So I hope this episode and the episode on how to start a private coaching practice really helps you in your business make the right decision for you. Wondering how to find your own paying private clients or curious about what marketing method might be the best for you? Don't worry, we have a free training to help you. Come on over to coachpony.com forward slash marketing to learn how to find paying clients for your business. When you do, you'll get access to a completely free in-depth marketing masterclass, which will save you both time and tears. Plus, we'll get to hang out for a little while longer. 
You can find it at coachpony.com forward slash marketing. And in the meantime, I'll see you in the next episode where we'll be taking a much closer look at group coaching. So if you are interested in creating an amazing group coaching program for your business and you want to know the pros and cons, potential pitfalls, and how much you might earn doing this, then definitely subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss out. And with that, I'll see you next time.